Yom Kippur on Rosh Hashanah. While only a minority of Israeli Jews are Sabbath observant, millions more have a Pesach Seder with matzah and fast on Yom Kippur. From time immemorial, fasting on Yom Kippur has defined the Jew. The psychological damage inflicted on one who cannot fast may be worse than the physical pain of fasting. The Nazis knew this well. Rabbi Irving Rosenbaum quotes Rabbi Joshua Greenwald. On the eve of Yom Kippur, at sunset time, the Germans took us out for an inspection. Knowing that it was a holy day, they kept us there until it was dark, so that we were unable to eat the morsels of poor bread which we had hidden and put aside to prepare for the fast. After Yom Kippur, our hearts were overjoyed that we had the merit of fulfilling the commandment of fasting. At that time, I really understood what Kiddush Hashem was, as I observed the sacrificial spirit of even Jews who had been irreligious in the past, trying now to fulfill the commandments of God and rejoicing in fulfilling the will of their Creator. Halachically, since their lives were at risk, it was not mandatory and in many cases not even permissible to refrain from working on the high holidays, to sound the shofar on Rosh Hashanah, or to fast on Yom Kippur. In fact, rabbis in the ghettos and the concentration camps ruled that the Jews should forego these mitzvot in order to save their lives. But many Jews, despite these rulings, did their best to observe the mitzvot of the day as best they could. In the Stutthof concentration camp, the Jews were forced to stand lined up in an open field all Yom Kippur day. The Germans brought out pots of hot, fragrant stew made with meat, potatoes, and carrots, the likes of which the Jews had not seen for years. It was difficult for the starving Jews to resist the wonderful smell of the stew. They encouraged one another to refrain from being seduced to show that even starving, they will not sell out our sacred day. There were some who were so weak and feeble that they were overcome by the intoxicating aroma and could not resist, only to afterwards look down at the ground in shame. The rest of the inmates, among them Jews who had never before fasted on Yom Kippur, did not succumb. They stood and fasted and recited the Ne'ila prayer at nightfall and repeated over and over to each other, This year in Jerusalem. Rabbi Tzvi Hirschmeisels had a chauffeur in Auschwitz, and he went around to different barracks on Rosh Hashanah and sounded 100 blasts at least 20 times, restoring the spirit, somewhat, of the thousands of prisoners. One block had 1,400 boys locked in and condemned to the crematorium. When they learned that the rabbi had a chauffeur, they pleaded with him to sound it for them, crying bitterly to have pity on them so they could have a mitzvah in their last moments. Had the SS found him there, he too would have gone to the crematorium. Rabbi Meisels knew that halachically it was wrong to put his life in danger for this, but he writes that after seeing thousands killed and burned, he felt his own life had no worth at all, so he blew the chauffeur for the boys. He strengthened their spirits, telling them that even if a sharp sword rests on a man's throat, he should not despair of God's mercy. One boy said that they should hope for the best, but if the worst comes, let us not forget to cry out Shema Yisrael with devotion. The boys then asked for a morsel of bread to fulfill the mitzvah of eating on Rosh Hashanah, but the rabbi could not provide this. Condemned to death and having no food or water, they went to the crematorium fasting on Rosh Hashanah. May our Yom Kippur be as meaningful as the mitzvahs were to those boys.
Shabbat Shalom, Gemar Chasim Etovah.